Hello, this is Pastor Bob Gray. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast here at Emmanuel Baptist Church of Longview. I trust the services will be a blessing to you. If I can do anything for you, please let me know. You can find our information on the website at ebclongview.com. Let's go right into the services of Emmanuel Baptist Church. Enjoy God's Word. I want to go through Psalms chapter 100, and there's, uh, this is the Psalms, if you will. Uh, make a joyful noise, and then, of course, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And then we're going to kind of uh, stand up and give some thanksgivings. But I want you to look at this. Let's read this together out loud. And uh, everyone ready? Psalms chapter 100. Let's read it together out loud. Ready? Begin. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with, th- with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth. What a great chapter. And let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this Thanksgiving time. I thank you that Thursday is coming up and, uh, of course, all the preparation that goes in for that day. And Lord, but may it turn into a life. May it, may it just not turn into a day to where we wake up and, and uh, the smells of the house uh, is just confined to that moment. But Lord, may our entire life, may our entire year be filled with a Psalms 100. And Lord, this season, this fall season, sort of like spring, or these two uh, times where the air changes and the weather starts changing, and, and Lord, just something about the fall and the spring. But Lord, may we live a life. May you help us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. On this Thanksgiving Tuesday night, Thanksgiving week, in Psalms chapter 100, there are two lives that are being lived. I'm going to see if you can find them as we're walking through here. But in Psalms chapter 100, these five verses come down to where all of a sudden we find in verse number one. I want you to look at it. It says, make a joyful noise, right, unto the Lord, all ye lands. Now, the, the chapters leading up to chapter 100 is localized. So it's, it's a, a, a localized, and you'll read 95, 96, 97, 98, 99. You'll find out that it's, it's kind of a local kind of God, if you will. So they took God, put him into a local. But Psalms 100, it says, all ye lands. And I'm going to tell you on this Thanksgiving uh, uh, service, before we get to Thursday, when it says, make a joyful noise. You're going to find out that this word noise, if you would go to Joshua chapter number 6, it's used 44 times, this Hebrew uh, word for, for joyful noise, make a joyful noise, this Hebrew is used 44 times in the Old Testament. It, you'll find it in 12 English words, but the very first time you find this, and I find this amazing, is in Joshua chapter 6 and verse number 5. I want you to look at it. And it, and, and, it can, and it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when ye hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, 
and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. Can I tell you that when they entered into this new land, the first time that you find this phrase used in the Bible, guess what it was for? It was for victory. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the two lives that are being lived here is the life before you get to verse 4. Once you know what it says, verse 4 is, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter into his courts with praise. Can I tell you the thing that makes church exciting is how you come in. Did you hear that? It's what condition are you in when you come in? It, 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 and sometimes we think, no, 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 church will make me. Church doesn't make you. Church just reveals you. I'm going to say that again. Church doesn't make you. Church just reveals you. Oh, it's sort of like when you come into the house of God. And that's why before we ever come, you know the kind of life we need to be living? We need to be living a life that is building toward entering into his gates. And we need to be living a life that's building toward who we are when we walk in. I can't wait to get to church because I am carrying with me victory before I ever come to church. You are a game changer and a life changer in somebody's life. But before you ever enter in, who you are out in the public, who you are outside of the house of God. So look what it says right here. It said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. We serve a God that conquers everything. And that's how we ought to live. We ought not to live a life of being a victim. We ought to live a, live a life of, no, no, no. I serve a God that conquers everything. What do I got to worry about? I, I uh, was, went to Brookshire's, um, and, uh, and Brother Chandler was, was there, and, and I happened to have a, that bag of coffee that, that the Lawrence, and uh, that, that, that she gave me this bag of Frosty, right? Frosty coffee beans, and, and so y'all remember when I opened up the maple in the auditorium, and it Made everything smell wonderful. Well, I had this coffee beans in there. So I'm going through, and Miss Kelly, uh, she's sick tonight, by the way. Flu has hit our house, uh, so y'all pray. It has destroyed the next couple of days, so she's running a fever, so just pray for her. Pray nothing for her. Pray for RG. He's got, you know, are you going to church tonight? Nope. Why not? Mom's sick. Like, what a worse excuse not to go, amen? But, but, but I'll tell you. That, that when you go out of here, you ought to live like your God has conquered everything. Because listen to this, he has conquered everything. The world doesn't need to see a sad you. The world needs to see a happy you. And when you come to church and we're singing about the songs of God, it reveals what we've been doing out there. So Psalms chapter 1, look at it. This Psalms, this praise, make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands. You know what? Your noise ought to be as big as it was when God won the victory at Jericho. Have you ever seen people walk into a room and they just naturally take it over or walk into a space and you're like, who is that person? You know what you and I ought to be? You and I ought to be the kind of people that we start walking through this earth like this. Do you know who my dad is? Do you know who my father is? I, I, I uh, love my brother Scott. And uh, we all grew up around here, and we moved here when I was 12. I'm five years older than Scott, so he's in grade school. And, uh, and one day, 
one day the uh, Scott was getting in trouble in elementary, and then I and and I just started laughing because Scott, the teacher was giving Scott a hard time, and Scott just simply raised his hand and said, "Do you know who my daddy is?" This was Scott. He said, "I can have your job." <laughs> Well, that didn't work out too well with my father, and uh, so, but that was just Scott. Like, one day we needed to get to see my dad, and, uh, and the secretary said, no, you can't get in to see your dad. Told that to my brother Scott and, uh, in the early days, and, and my dad had a standing rule. If you ever need me, you just walk right in. Well, this secretary had stopped Scott from going in, and so Scott went out through the fellowship hall door, went to the side glass door, knocked on the door. My dad opened the door and said, what do you need? And Scott told dad what he needed. And instead of Scott going out the glass door, he went out through the secretary and walked past the secretary and went, ha, got in <laughs> and kept going. Want to know why? Because he knew that dad was the pastor. Let me tell you. Start walking around this life like this. My God owns it all. My God wins the victory over everything. And there's nothing going on in your world and my world. But if we are that way out there all the time, can you imagine what it's going to be like when we come into his courts? The reason most people don't come into his courts with praise and thanksgiving and they look this way during church. Man, I hate to tell you this, if that's the way it is in this house, man, I wonder what it's like in your house, or at the job, or in the car. Welcome to Thanksgiving service. (laughs) Come on, let's just get honest. You say, Pastor, nobody's that way. I stand here and preach. And it's like, oh my goodness, I don't know what happened in your car out there, but it's not good right here. Let me tell you something. Walk around out there because you're getting ready every service to enter in. So he says this, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Look at verse number two. Serve the Lord with what, please? Gladness and come before his presence with what? Singing. So now we're inching our way to the house of God. He said, look, look, make a joyful noise. Look, shout it. He won the victory in my life. And then next, singing and gladness. You know what we've lost? We've lost the art of a default smile in our life. You can be happy, and guess what default should be? A grin. You can be sad, but guess what the default needs to be? A grin. A perpetual grin on your face. Why? Because he's won the victory. And so why not? Live a life of singing and gladness. You know what? It won't hurt you to be happy, to be glad. And I don't get it. I got to be honest with you. I don't get it. I, I don't get going to heaven. All of our sins have been paid for. No matter what is going on in your life, it beats going to hell at the end of the day. So why wouldn't you be happy? Listen, when we live that way out, there's two lives that are being lived here. There's the life out there I'm victorious. There's the life out there. I'm happy. I, I, we don't watch TV, but I watch commercials. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and, uh, and that was my cop-out right there. By the way, I just want you all to know this Saturday, Michigan's going to beat Ohio State again. And Dallas is going to beat the Giants. 
Okay. Boy, that shut Peter up right there. Amen. And uh, loudmouth New York fan. And uh, so, um, so, so, but, but there, there is this thing to where there's this commercial. And the only reason I have liberty to talk this way is because Brother Londo got up. Remember when he got up and talked about commercials? Right? So, okay. And it's like, don't be like your father. You know, have you ever seen that? Don't, y'all, don't leave me hanging right now. Like, don't be like your father. They teach classes now, you know, don't talk to everybody. Jordan and I are together, and, and I'm, I'm talking to everybody around. And Jordan's sitting there, and he goes, stop it. Just stop it. Just because they walk through the door doesn't mean you have to talk to them. And you know what? Yes, you do. You have to talk to them. You don't know that? You have to talk to everybody. That's part of being a Christian, amen? But this gladness and this singing, you know, that, 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 that chorus that we learned, that chorus Sunday that we learned was a Negro spiritual. And I had heard it this past week, and I've been singing it. I don't know if it was catchy to you, but it was catchy to me. Listen, singing, gladness, th- think about what this world needs. It needs somebody who knows my God has conquered it all. The second thing this world needs is for people individually that are coming to his presence before they come to his house. You see what it said there in verse number two, and enter ye in uh, before his what? Presence. Let me tell you, the thing that makes church exciting is when we already are living a life of victory, and we're already coming before his presence with singing and gladness. Look at verse number three. Know ye that the Lord, he is what please God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. Look at this. We are his people and the what sheep of do you know why we can come into his gates with thanksgiving and praise because we've got it made here's the beautiful thing we didn't do that he did that and he uses a phrase there in verse number three look at it and the what sheep of his pasture go to psalms chapter 23 And when you go to Psalms chapter 23, and y'all don't panic on this Thanksgiving service, amen? Uh, Psalms chapter 23, and uh, I'm enjoying myself. Psalms chapter 23. I want you to know, Psalms 23, you know it. The Lord is my what, please? Okay, so if he is our shepherd and we are the sheep of his pasture, all right? Then I want you to see what his pasture is all about. Y'all, we got it made. Look what it says here. Now, you know, it, 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 it is it, verse number one, two, three, four, five, and six. Look at it. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not, what? Want. Nobody here wants for anything. You may not have what you want for your pleasure, but guess what? Y'all are taken care of. How did you make it this far? I was listening to Brother John preach several years ago about the windows of heaven, and he made an astounding statement when he said, you're okay because something along the lines of, he's taking care of you to this point. If you died right now, you, he is taken care of. I shall not want. Look at this. He maketh me to lie down in what? Green pastures. Now, I've heard preachers say, oh, he breaks the leg. And No, 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 no. He's a good shepherd. Guess what? He always takes care of me. And guess where he lets me lay down at? Green pastures. Why wouldn't I be excited about that? 
This is the Lord. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. Look at this. He leadeth me beside the what? Still waters. I shall not want. Green pastures, still waters. Look at verse 3. He what? Restoreth my soul. So while we're coming before him to his presence, our God has won it all. He's victorious over everything. He owns it all. So make a joyful noise. Shout. Because the victory is yours and mine. We're not living to see if we're going to win. We're living knowing we're going to win. At the end of the time, we're going to win. And then all of a sudden, we come before his presence with singing and thanksgiving. If I were to ask you, who are you individually? What is your default nature when you're by yourself? Gloom, doom, or is it like, man, I'm happy. How, how many are happy when you're by yourself? How many are just, you know, you anybody ever caught you being happy? You know, anybody ever caught you singing? Anybody ever caught you doing something dumb? You know, anybody ever caught you and you just, ah, you, you know, what's, so singing, gladness before his spread. Look at what a good shepherd we have. Look at this. He restoreth my soul. He leads me, verse three, in the paths of righteousness. Look at verse four. I will fear no evil. Why? Thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Can I ask you a question? If someone were watching your life before you enter here, would they see a victorious you? If someone were watching your life before you get here, do they see a happy you? Do they see a singing you? Making melody in your heart, Ephesians 5. Do they see that kind of person about you? And if they are looking at you before you come, can I ask you a question? Would it make the shepherd look good? Or does the shepherd in your life look like a slumlord? Does your life represent the fact that, no, 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 I serve a good shepherd. I am amazed how we think that we can live a very victimized life. Well, poor is me, woe is me. Come on, come on, come on. The only victim was Jesus Christ when he died on the cross because he didn't deserve any of that. But let's step above it. Because when we're happy and there's gladness and we're living this victorious life, you know what they say? Man, you must serve a good shepherd. You, you, must, you must serve somebody wonderful. We do. He, he gives us green pastures. He gives us still waters. He prepares tables for us. He makes us lie down. And he takes us by still waters. He's with us. So if you would, now, let's look at verse number four. Then he says this in Psalms 100. Go back to Psalms 100, verse number four. Enter into his gates with what? Thanksgiving. Giving thanks. For what? I serve a God who is victorious. I serve a God who has done great things for me. You see, if we are living a self-filled life, then when we come into church... We should be coming with a bucket full of thankfulness. 
we should be coming in with this. Man, we serve a great God. He says, enter into his gates with what, please? Thanksgiving. And into his courts with what, please? Praise. But the average church can't live that way because the average believer doesn't come in that way. I would hate to attend a church I hated attending. Now that was deep. I would hate attending a church I hated attending. Let me give you a clue. If you look at your spouse or your family and we're going out of duty, it's the right thing to do and it's the only church in our area, then go start a church. But I would hate coming to a church. I got one better than that. Wouldn't you hate a pastor coming in? Brother, when I come, it's like, I'm coming with Thanksgiving. And I'm, I'm coming, I don't want to work us up to something. You know what I want us to do? Man, we serve a great God. And our God's victorious. I have no idea what that has to do with this. It just looks good. <laughs> Y'all, because how we enter into his courts, enter into his gates with thanksgiving, in, and, and into the courts with praise, be thankful unto him, and what? Bless his name. Why would we do this? Why would we do this? Let's end it on verse number five. And if I can get the guys to come, if you don't mind, Brother John, if you'll help me with the mics. Look at verse number five. For the Lord is what, please? Good. Can you all say that phrase? For the Lord is why would we ever come to church with thankfulness and giving and singing? It's because of who, that's who we were before we came in. How do we live that way out there, and how do we live that way in here? It's one reason. You ready? For the Lord is what? Good. And then the two things that are generational. Look what it says, for the Lord is good, his mercy is what? Everlasting, and his truth endureth to what? Hey, listen to this, we aren't the first people to come into this house. We aren't the first people to come into this house. We had a visitor some time ago that came in old, okay? Old's anybody older than 55, all right? So they were old. And they came in, sat through a service, and then they told me afterwards when I went by to see them, they said, Pastor, I came to the church when it was on Jenny Street, when, when they moved into Jenny Street, and they were there for a couple of years. And I moved, and I went to church at the Longview Baptist Temple when it was on Jenny Street. And he said, I'm going to tell you right now, it's the same excitement and spirit that was back there in the 70s. Do you know there have been people sitting here? I think the only people in this auditorium is Co Coach. What year did you come? 69. He was there on Jenny Street. He's old. And I'll tell you right now, many times the coach is the chairman of our deacons. He'll look at me and he'll say, Hey, let me tell you something. And he'll start talking about this person, then he'll start talking about this, then he'll start talking about this, and then he'll start talking about this. Listen, I know 
that if we want this to be for the generations of children to come, guess what we need to be? We need to be the kind of people that outside the church, we serve a victorious God. Outside the church, we do this with singing and gladness and before his presence. That way when we come into church, that all of a sudden we're entering here with thanksgiving. Praise. We love the Lord. Why? He's been good to us. He has been good to us. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast of the sermons from Emmanuel Baptist Church of Longview. We trust that the sermons and God's word was a blessing to you and yours. Please visit us at ebclongview.com. If we can do anything for you, please let us know. Have a great day.